the anime adaptation curse has been broken. So why not we take an extra moment to look at another movie that came out that wasn't as good, an adaptation we call Netflix's Death Note. Hello, oh, I'm sorry. Hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, <laughs> premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online. I'm not L. I'm Brandon Jones. Haha, had to fool. And we're going to talk yeah, about that thing that Jammer just mentioned. What? What? You were confused? I know. It's very confusing. We're going to talk about this thing. Um, I'm kind of interested to talk about this because I have not watched this. I didn't realize how at old. All? What? You had not watched it what? at all? No, Death Note? no, 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 no. Listen, I tell stories like Yoda. Just hang on. Okay. okay. I hadn't realized, I hadn't watched this in six years. It, it yeah. boggles my mind that this is six years old already. Like, I remember watching this the first time it came out. Um, and I just, like, when you suggested, I was like, yeah, cool. And then I went to watch it this week and I was like, holy crap, this is six years ago. I was a totally different person. Anyway, this film is. <laughs> Netflix is what? It was the first foray into live action animated films. Um, I saw a list on um, Screen Junkies, I think, somewhere, Screen Rant, that said that they've made about 14 live action animated Oh my God. They have really? Them or something. That's right. I was I was shocked to see some of the stuff that was on. Are there. a lot of them like, Japanese? Of yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, so, like, for example, one, was that Netflix? So that was one. Yeah. Uh, another example of one is the Roroni Kinshin one, right? So there were there was a series of them that already existed, and then Netflix was like, "Oh, we like that," and then they produced Roroni Kinshin in the beginning or something of that nature. Um, so there were there were some on there like, "Does this count?" Like it it kind of counts. Anyway, this film, thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics and a twenty three percent from the audience, just absolutely fucking savage. Just for context. If you've never seen the anime, it has a 100% from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a 96% from the audience. So, like, there's a little bit of a gulf there. Um, a little bit. A little bit of a just, gulf. Just, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. But is it deserved? Uh, That's the question. Is it deserved? You know what? Do you mind if I go first? Do you mind if I go first? Go for it. Do it. Have at it, bro. All right. So here was the funny thing. I watched this, and I have not watched the anime in a very long time. So this anime is what from like 2006, uh, which is oh also God. based on a manga that I haven't, I don't think I've ever read it. The manga is so know. much better. And I'm, I'm going to harp on the this. Anime. I harp on this constantly. Oh yeah. And it's, it's the story is exactly the same, but the problem is animation visual or not visual uh, film TV is a mm -hmm. different medium from manga. Yeah. And I just feel like the anime is so lazy in its exposition. It's all internal monologue. You can get away with that better in a comic. You can't mm. get away with it. Well, you can because apparently everyone loves it. But it, I hate watching the anime so much. I hate that's the reason why I hate watching a lot of anime that is based on shonen manga is because okay. there's so much internal monologue because they're just like hey, we're just gonna do exactly the same thing that we did before. And people will love it, and they do. Um, but it just doesn't Loyal take advantage of the medium. Just faithful and, to a fault almost. But I love the manga. I love most of the manga. I think everyone knows I'm talking about two thirds of the way through the manga. Something happens and then it kind of falls off a cliff. It's not terrible. It just kind of tries to do the same thing as like the first half, except it's not as good. But how does it end? Does it end well? Uh, it's okay. If 
by the time it ends, you're just kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I've been ready for it to be done for a bit. Cause, cause here's my thing. I need it to end. Well, I, I can't like, if you told me like two thirds of the way, it was like, ah, it's not so good, but it wrapped up. Well, I'd be like, all right, you know what? That's worth it. I'll go back to it. Um, my thing with this film was, uh, so how many, how many chapters do you think the manga was like a hundred, something like that? A hundred something. I think so. That sounds about right. And the anime ran for a couple of years. So you've got hundred chapters of a manga, um, two, three seasons of an anime. They condensed that to a film that is one hour and 40 minutes. Um, but they don't. Sort of. But they don't. Sort of. They try. It's more like, here's what they do. And this is this is here's this goes beyond just one. this adaptation. This adaptation is less of let's adapt the story as much as it is. Let's take the concept and the characters and shake them into like a little boggle thing. And then boom, here's this. And they do the same thing in the live action adaptation in Japan, where they basically have two movies that cover the manga, but they do it differently. It's there's a lot of big differences, especially a lot of major differences in how it ends and a lot of other things that it's basically just taking the concept, taking the characters and shaking it around. I think the Japanese live action is more faithful to what the manga does, but the filmmaking I will say is way better in the American version, significantly better. You know, what's funny. I remember, I did not remember that there was a Japanese version of this until I looked up the Netflix one. I was like, I've watched this and I just have no recollection of watching the Japanese version. Um, I found that the American version and you can, you can lambast me if you want. If you have no knowledge of the anime or the manga or the Japanese film, you're fine. Like, yeah, this is I, think, I, I agree 100 percent. That's literally been my my thesis since this movie came out is if and this is, this is, you know, obviously I understand why people don't like it. But if this was an original movie. The ratings would not be what they are. Yeah, at all. And not remotely. I, I scrolled it's a solid through some movie. of the reviews. I scrolled through some of the reviews and and like one of the criticisms, like they whitewashed it. It's like, did they know? Like they took they a kinda, film and they, they did. They did. Did they? How? Yeah. The main characters are How? white except for L. And they, they kind of did the, the, the adaptation thing in America where it's just like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna have nods Japanese. We're gonna have one character who's Japanese, and then we're gonna have a couple scenes in Japan. But overall, it's gonna be mostly Americanized. I guess Americanized is better, but like you have light and Mia as opposed to light and so, Misa. Here's here's where I disagree. Okay. When you at least in my understanding, when you talk about whitewashing, it is about when you take a role that is intended for a, a character of a different race and then you make mm. them white. I think that is different than taking a film or manga or anime and transporting it to America because mm. Korea, Japan, those are homogeneous societies. And so I think it's very yeah. different to say that you're whitewashing it when that's that's not really what happened. However, here is what I think is a better example of what you're describing. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Scarlett Johansson, her physical body was of a white woman, right? The one that could play a tree. She is very clearly, there's a controversy when people were saying like, hey, you're, Chamber's making a face at me and I'm going to explain the controversy. Oh, don't, don't explain it. It's fine. Whatever. No, no, no. We, no, make no. People, people, people were like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you playing this Japanese character? And she was like, I can play a tree, right? That was like one of her retorts. Oh. Um okay. Yeah. What you can't play as a publicist. Maybe don't. Yeah, don't. Do um that. 
what was interesting about that was within the film, I'm sure they thought that this was a nod. What I recall is that they showed who the major's mother was, and she was a Japanese woman, implying that somehow the body that Scarlett Johansson had wasn't even modeled off of her original body. She was actually a Japanese woman. So to me, that is a character that is whitewashed because ostensibly she was supposed to be Japanese. That to me is different than I, I see the what you're saying here. I get it. But at the same time, there's no reason why a story that takes place in America can't feature an, a Japanese lead. I think that is different than saying like what you're asking for is diversity. And I think that's different than saying that a film is whitewashed. I think diversity whitewashed. when you're based on a Japanese property makes sense, though. Sure. And and I'm not arguing that point. What I'm okay. saying is that the specific criticism of whitewashing, I don't think applies here. Okay, that's fair. I, I think I don't, words I, I have, don't agree, but that's fine. I get I get your point. I think words even have specific agree. meaning. Yeah. I, I think words have specific meaning. I think that this is this is that word. <laughs> I think so. words have specific meaning, and I just think you're not you don't understand those words. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't. I just think that the the reviewer here used it incorrectly. Um, right. Okay. So go on. You know, you're you're making a point about like adaptation versus you know not adaptation, etc. Yeah. I I just think that if you had no knowledge of any this, if this was an original property, just like you said, this would be fine. Um, my favorite thing about this film from beginning to end was Willem Dafoe. And what I love is I can just imagine the executives and the producer and the director like, hey, you like Green Goblin? Yeah, I like Green Goblin. Like Green. Let's get him to do the thing. And he kind of does that voice but i think he is self-aware enough to not do it exactly and i appreciated that right like he very easily could have just dialed in and done the green goblin shtick and while it it sometimes gets there and i think that's partly just because that's his voice that's his um, voice yeah. i think yeah that's just his voice and so i really enjoyed him as his character and i thought they did a really good job with uh, Ryuk as a character, like watching him physically, um, I thought was really well done. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of before we get into the negatives, I think there's a lot of positives. I think the cast mostly was really good, as you mentioned, Willem Dafoe, classic, Margaret Qualley, crazy, but really good. Um, Lakeith Stanfield as L, oh my god, that was amazing. I don't remember what he had done before this. But whoever saw him much. and was just like him, I never would have guessed. Especially if you look at all the roles he's done since then, I wouldn't thought like, oh yeah, L. To be fair, I probably wouldn't look at most actors and say L because L is such a strange and weird character. And I don't even think I would have imagined they would have keep the weird mannerisms like standing on his chair and being hunched over like that. But um, they totally did. They totally did and they totally were. Pouring worked. candy down his mouth. Talking kind of as he's talking and stuff like Felix. very very cartoony and uh but also it didn't feel cartoony but it no. felt it felt like somebody who's just you know he's he's got he's a genius and when they say some... that somebody understands the assignment like this is what they mean like lakeith stanfield yeah. understood the assignment do that but not that copy my homework back... but don't make it obvious when the movie came out he did interviews exclusively as l I so see that. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he did great. They did great. I think, and, uh, you know, Shea Wiggum did great as well as Elle's dad. Like they did pretty good. Um, and the filmmaking 
Like I remember at the beginning as the movie was starting, it almost felt like I was watching like the beginning of the faculty or something with yeah. just like how it was stylized. It had a, like a Robert Rodriguez horror esque feel to it. And I think that's probably the biggest probably thing that fans don't like. This is not a horror franchise, but they kind of turned it into one. And then they tagged on the more cat and mouse aspect at the end. Yes. The thing that everyone likes about Death Note is the cat and mouse stuff. And they really relegated that to sort of like a 15 to 20 minute stretch kind of near the end of the story. Yeah. But that you was that scene, the best part of the manga. You get like a heat-esque scene, right? So you get this Robert De Niro versus Al Pacino scene in a diner. And so you get that between Light and L. Uh, which I enjoyed, but I, I I agree with you 100%. Like I remember, and again, this goes back to the point of I wish I had, I didn't I no I don't wish I had if I had no knowledge of the anime I would have been much better off. Like I remember them playing tennis against each other, right? Like that was weird I, in the manga too. <laughs> it, it's weird, but like I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm along for this yeah, ride. And like, I remember how much of that tennis was just like internal thoughts. Yeah, so fun. Um. And so I kind of, I, I did not like that that was missing from the film. And I'm wondering if this film was longer than one hour and 40 minutes, would we have maybe not gotten that, but some more of that interaction, that tension between the two of them? Uh, because maybe. I felt like one of the things that I did not like about this film was the pacing. Um, it was too condensed. And I, I, I get that this is like part one of like, I don't know, maybe a, a duology or a trilogy i but, still think this looks like it was it was it stands alone in my mind sure i yeah. agree okay. um I, I don't think that them not making more um even though they were supposed to i don't think that hurts this film it wasn't such a huge cliffhanger i think you got enough from what you saw and this is going to be spoil. are we doing do we sport yeah do sure. it's a six-year-old okay. movie let's just spoil it um at the end, when L is holding the book, or I'm sorry, the piece of paper where he can write Light's name in there, I think you have enough context from the film itself to figure out what's going to happen next. And even if mm -hmm. you don't, I think I like that it's open to interpretation. So I actually, yeah, I, I like always, <laughs> I always thought that I was like uh, Ryuk laughing at the end and saying, "You humans are so interesting." I thought it was him being like, "Oh, I'm coming for you next, bitch!" Like <laughs> your name was just written down. You're dying. I always thought that. And it was weird to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, there, I heard after that, like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a sequel. I'm like, oh, I guess not. They did leave it open one way or another. But in my mind, when I first saw it, it was always, yeah, it's a, uh, it is, what's it called? He's gone. He's dead. So, but yeah, it was, Um, I just thought it was a cool ending. I don't, yeah, I think if they were, if they knew where it was going, they would have had those interactions. But I will say another potential weakness is Light is a completely different character from this yeah. to that. And by that, I mean the manga. And that he's a genius sociopath in the manga. Psychopath. He's not even a sociopath. He's a psychopath. In the in this, he is a, you know, kind of above average intelligent kid with a moral compass. But kind of an idiot at the same time. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird because they make it they want you to believe that he is not, I don't want to say genius, but like probably top of the class type material, like a very yeah. smart guy. Like he's doing other people's homework and all this other stuff. Um, but he is more interested in getting girls. Right. So he, you see him doing other people's homework, but at the same time, he reveals the death note to this girl that's been talking to him for five minutes. 
And so that reveals a lot about where his head's at. Like he just wants to have sex <laughs> where to your point about the manga, or the anime, like light, the manga light less. No, but lights lights basically been having sex since eight years old in the manga. Pretty much. That's basically the implication there in in the manga. Like, obviously, I'm exaggerating. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Well, no, no. Basically, what it was <laughs> is like there, I remember this one scene where and that's one of the things I don't like about the manga where he's just like he's not a human. He is not a teenager. He is a 40 year old man writing a teenager where he's just like, oh, something you don't know. I'm actually really popular with the girls. Like he apparently goes through a lot of girlfriends in the manga. Yeah. And I'm just like. All right, so you're really smart. He had a stalker in the anime, Based didn't that, he? Uh, that what you're talking about, Misa? Was it Misa? Yeah, I thought there was somebody else. That was okay. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. It's been it. a long time since I read the manga, so I have no idea. But maybe. Yeah. But uh-huh. yeah. Uh. Anyways, there's a lot of one thing I so I think what I mentioned before is that what made the manga great is not in this movie. That mm. is the biggest criticism. And like I said, the cat and mouse stuff I have in my notes here, horror V thriller, Dawn of justice. So basically it's trying to be a horror. Whereas the manga is a thriller. It's a completely different genre. In it my is mind is 100%. Like, like you brought up the faculty already. It, it is like that high school esque drama mixed in with final destination. Yeah. Like when, like the first death we see in this film is a, it's an accident that happens where two trucks slam into each other because they're avoiding this kid's basketball. Who's I'm sorry, avoiding a kid who ran in the street trying to catch a basketball. And so then a car crashes into another vehicle and the ladder that was on top of that car flies off and cuts this kid's head in half. And I was like, Oh, I, I know what this is. And then the blood splatters onto the kid next to him. Uh, it's like, that's hundred percent final destination where they're coming up with these creative ways of killing these people. Yeah. Also, I feel like this is not a problem in the writing as much as it is a problem in the casting. Light's actor is just so smug and obnoxious. Oh my god. I oh my god. I just don't like him in that role. I feel really bad saying that, but his just smugness is really annoying in the in the movie. Did you get that at all? No. I came away with it different. Like I I I did have a problem with the writing where you have this guy who is supposed to be very smart and maybe mm. it, it makes sense somehow where he's very smart, but also this is the first person he's loved or been in love with. I don't think they did a good job of writing that conflict because he seems to go both ways. Um, where they want to have to take and eat it too. Yeah. Um, and I think he has to be one or the other, someone who is, is that easily duped by someone he's in love with and just isn't particularly smart or he's just that smart and doesn't care. I don't think he's duped. Um, I just think he, in this movie, he wants to assume that the better, the best of her. And it's not that he's dumb. He's just naive, so to speak. Yeah. Like he's naive where he, he doesn't expect her to be that awful, even though she is. She's crazy. She's pretty bad. Girl's girl's crazy. She is crazy. Um, I, I, again, I think the things that I really missed about this were the cat and mouse stuff. Like I really enjoyed seeing L and their interactions. Like I remember he said something like, um, you know, if you, if you know, it's me, why don't you just arrest me? He goes, I don't do check. I do checkmate. I was like, that's a good line. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that there were some really good moments in this film. Like I, I laughed and I remembered 
knowing that this was ill-received and laughing throughout the course of the film. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what the problem is. I, don't, I, don't I just remember film. when I asked you to like, I was like, you want to watch this? And I was like, have you seen it before? You're like, unfortunately. And I'm like, oh, so he hates it. He doesn't like it. Interesting. I remember not response. liking it the first time I watched it. Mm. That's I don't know. actually what I, I wanted. I was telling Kirsten when, when I was watching it, I was like, I expected this to age worse than it did. I do not think this is a bad movie at all. I think it's a pretty good movie. It's just not a very good adaptation. Is it a good movie? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say I think, it's, again, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, I think it's fun. Like, if you're if you're yeah. sitting down with friends and having some popcorn or snacks or whatever, you just want to have a good time. This is not a bad movie to watch. I think yeah. it's totally I did fun. think it was weird that and maybe maybe he knew already. I did think it was weird that L, who speaks Japanese, didn't know that Kira was light in Japanese. And maybe he Celtic. was just waiting. But no, no, waiting. light is in it's in Russian or Celtic. Russian or Celtic. Okay. That's right. what he said. He said it so fast. Maybe I missed it. All right. Okay. But but in Japanese it's it. it's it's a killer. Killer. Kira, killer. It's like a romanization or whatever they call it of that. Yeah, that's so right. So he was trying to confuse with it. Yeah. Um, okay. What letter yeah, grade anyways, would you give this? Then? What what would I would give? So I would almost give it two. As an adaptation, it's probably a D plus. Um, as a movie, probably a B minus. Okay, I'd give it a solid B. I think this is so. Like we talk about B horror films, this is that. One hundred percent. This is a B horror film. Um, and unfortunately, Death Note is not a B horror film franchise. It shouldn't be, but this is what we got, and I kind of like it. And I'm interested to see what the Duffer Brothers do with the series. The live action series they're going to be doing. This is a ripe yeah. franchise, and I'm excited to see what they what comes of it. I think they'll understand the assignment better than Adam Winger did. Adam, I actually like what Adam Winger did, but I don't think it's what fans wanted with the with the One Piece adaptation basically being like, yes, we just want the anime or manga in live action. I wonder if they'll bring some of that. What's funny is, again, that screen rant list I saw. It had this listed as the worst adaptation no, or the worst uh, Netflix anime. I thought that Cowboy Bebop was worse. Um, Literally anything is worse. This is anything. Any anime, any adaptation, anime adaptation I've seen that isn't One Piece is worse than this. The uh, Japanese FMA adaptation was pretty awful too. The one on Never Netflix. Never saw it. No. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I always, FMA, I, I'm three a bad them, anime right? fan. Uh, I think there was two. I didn't see anything after the first because the first one was so rough. And you guys do understand. Do you me. know what B movie actually is? You know, it has nothing to do with grade, right? Yeah, we know what that means. No. He's just yeah. saying it's what it is. Okay. Yes, it means. Okay. It just, means you're not. You're not. You're not funded by a big studio to actually make big no, budget. Or, I mean, what does, it, what does it mean? Do you know the what origin? Is is what I was saying and why they're B movies? Why? Tell us why. It's and, like. It's like B side on on a tape. Oh it, yeah! During double features, it was the B. You had your headliner. This was the yeah. B side. Yeah. That, yeah. That, it was that, like it's like at, okay. at a drive-in thing. You'd have that secondary movie. Well, theaters that, just in general, but yeah, sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, my point is, you'd have a movie that you went to see, and then you have the movie that you have the the starting person at a band, yep. and that's the that was well, I wouldn't compare it to opening acts because. That's different, but Why not? it's the same shit. It's no, the same shit. Kyle. No, it's not. It's no, the same no, it's shit, not. Kyle. No, no, it's no, the no, same no. shit. No, an opening right. act is same not. Shit. The it's the same, same shit, Kyle. It's oh, the same dude. shit. Kyle. You don't even. So to break up the monotony of this shit, uh, argument. So, so they've got Kyle very off. quickly. 
there are 14 there are 14 films on this list death note is listed as the worst next to cowboy bebop at 13 film metal alchemist one two and three are the next three films wait so if they, hold on hold on if they're if they're if you're at number 14 does that mean it's the the least egregious is it number one the most egregious in that um list? you know what maybe you're right let's see uh like i'm assuming i'm assuming dragon ball evolution is number one no no these are netflix oh okay netflix ones oh no ranked from worst to best yeah so it's the oh, worst. Hmm. that's, yeah, that's silly the best one being of course one piece uh second best one i didn't realize before i read this list that alice in wonderland was based on an anime you mean um, borderland i'm enjoying that what did i say wonderland you yes, said wonderland alice in borderland Yes, I'm sorry. Alice, I'm looking at the words and I'm saying them wrong. Alice in Borderland. I didn't realize that that was based on an anime. I enjoy that show. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it, though. It's fun. It's definitely fun. And I think the fact that there are, what, two seasons out now? I, I prefer that to just watching the first season. The Roni Kenshin ones, uh, two of them. So it in best, it goes One Piece, number one. Number two, Alice in Borderland. Roni Kenshin, the final and then Roroni Kinchin, the beginning. Those are the top four. I'm assuming. So, okay, yeah. For for a long time, the uh, the Kinchin movies were the only ones that were like those were the only good live action anime adaptations for a while. Though, like the original uh, um, movies. So kind of crazy to see those doing uh, as well as as the past ones did. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm gonna have. Go watch them now, now that I've uh, seen this list. But yeah, uh, this film, not so bad. Definitely not deserving of number 14 on this list. Certainly better than... I, I've seen bits and pieces of one of the full Alchemist movies, and it's like, I'm not watching this. This is better than those. Um, and I, I think the problem is, as you said before, Jammer, in a vacuum, this is better than most of these films. Yeah. I, I but think as compared vacuum, to an adaptation, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I kind of have the same perspective also. I'm like... Yeah, everyone always craps on the live action Disney movies. But if the live action Disney movies didn't have an animated counterpart, I think people would like them a lot more. I disagree. Uh not all I'm of them. I'm gonna disagree with you. But some yeah. of them. Lion King is terrible. Well, yeah, Even that, was without... the one. that was that was the exception. Because I Aladdin don't like is Lion... garbage. Aladdin is hot garbage. That's fine. It's Which not... is oh, it's talking... not. It's fine. It's it has some it has its it has redeeming qualities in my opinion. It's not the lead actor. Has... The lead actor who is also supposed to be called Aladdin, like he's horrific. He's he's just as bad as Light is in this film. And so, <laughs> you know, as the title character being that bad. And I just remember when they were like, "Yeah, I'm going to be Ezra Bridger," and like, "No, the fuck you're not. I'm not going to watch Ahsoka if you're going to be Ezra. I'm out. I'm out." And then when it wasn't him, when you, it was snaked by a much better actor, uh, I was in, incredibly happy. So what do you think is a good Disney live action film? Well, like, what's the best one? What's the best one? Uh, probably either Beauty and the Beast or Little Mermaid. Okay, I find no fault in your logic. <laughs> oh, and Cinderella's pretty good too. Yeah. You know what? I need a list. We need to rank these. We need to rank. Yeah, we these. should bring it. We Not should make our own screen rant list and then make them from least egregious to most egregious. Let's do it. Do it I'm right down. The, the kids are not today. tier lists, guys. Tier list. You'll you'll have oh, the tier, tier list. You're right. Yeah. What's a tier list? Okay, What's okay. a tier list? Oh, so are you kidding me? me? Uh, no, it's just like where you you know you have those different I'm tiers old. on the left hand side that are like the different colors. Last you last have like now. okay, you have like the uh, S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, oh. D tier, and then you you put the covers Pictures into each on, one. Yeah, there's a website and everything. We we did it for 
live action anime movie or not live action anime. That's what you guys are talking about. We did it for anime films for uh, AVR Squared a while ago. How many Makoto Shinkai films were in there? All of them. All of them were in there. I mean, this we, is weird. We, we we ranked or we did we tiered over thirty films. And we had we had rules like you could only uh, so we could all agree on one S tier and then each of us could have our own S tier like trump card where where, you know, as we're discussing where these should should go, uh, we each had one where it's like, nope, this is my S tier. Um, So and then there was the one for everyone to agree on. But yeah, anyways, this is one of those situations where everything old is new again. So. As you guys are saying this, I looked it up. Devil May Cry. This is straight up from Devil May Cry. And I remember like you would kill a bunch of guys in a room and like the whole point was to kill them so stylishly and get up to S tier or S tier plus. Like I didn't think of that as being this, but that was how many years ago? 20, 2000? 2000. I mean, I think 2000, 2001. There, there was like tier levels for all... Also- Tier levels has been big in a lot of games uh, in Japan for a while. Yeah. A lot of arcade things going Dancing back. Dancing games. Yeah, well before yeah. DM, DMC. I think some of the first time I saw like tier was uh, rail shooters in arcade. I think is like one of the first times I ever saw like, what the hell yeah, do you mean S tier? Isn't an A also best? <laughs> S for special. Yeah. You're you're especially awesome. You are especially awesome. You know what's especially awesome? This podcast. Um, right, so. Is. It is awesome. We had a fun conversation at the beginning of this podcast that it's going to be about uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, SAG, SAG after stuff, and uh, it'll be fun. So you just stay that. tuned. SAG after. You know what? It's part of it because every time you say it, I keep wanting to say sad after. And I'm like that joke. I, it, I don't think in my brain, it's not a joke anymore. They're like, say, say sad after. It's like, no, it's not. Mm. It's not that. So, I, yeah, I do mumble through it. But, but just to add some extra clarity at the beginning of what the conversation is about, because I'm not sure how much we delve into what the actual news piece is. And the news piece is that next week is the last week that studios are willing to actually allegedly. negotiate, allegedly negotiate with SAG-AFTRA, because after that point, they're not going to see a, a benefit that basically the season is shot. The season of TV is shot. So there's no there's no um, what's it called? Motivation is not the right word. Incentive for them to continue negotiating until early next year. So that's kind of where the conversation starts. And then we kind of go off and do our normal thing. So, uh, yeah, take it away, Kyle. What am I doing? I mean, you're, you're editing the part into the song. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was mostly just the SAG stuff uh, where they're like, next stuff. week. Or no bust or or bust next week or bust. That's it. That's what studios are saying. If we can't make a deal oh, next sad, week, we're not making a deal stuff. to January. Um, one of stuff. why? What happens? Why? What is with this artificial deadline? Is this some hardball bullshit? Yeah. Well, if you remember way way back at the beginning nope. of all this, uh, I don't. Okay. Well, way back at the beginning, some like internal discussions and stuff were leaked, and uh, the studios were willing to wait for the holidays specifically to cause mm. maximum pain. Like that was some of the earliest stuff rumored oh, yeah, and said that. and leaked and, and all of that. Um, but that was for the writer's strike. No, that was going to be for bo- both. Oh yeah. 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 I think it started out with the writer's strike, but it was like carried over. Like they're not, 
I think it, yeah, I think it did carry over to both because yeah. um, I remember, um, fuck. What am I, what am I not remembering? I remember Ron Perlman. Remember when he got on like social media mm-hmm. and was like, Hey, yeah. Was that about the writers? I thought that was about everybody. I, I think at least writers. just, I'd be maybe it wasn't better. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe it wasn't everybody. I mean, regardless, the studios are willing to wait. Uh, We've been hearing um, from the sources that uh, layoffs are not just, you know, the few that have already happened, but more are are indeed coming. Um, There's a lot of leases on equipment places and things like that that are going to be unaffordable. Like prop storage places can't even... (laughs) (laughs) like stuff's getting bad yeah like they they because there's no income coming out for for the props and for the set you know like the the whole business model the rent is too damn high yeah rent is too damn high and what the studio is essentially they're like if things don't happen by next week the fall season is shot there's no no production is going to happen until january of 2024 so there's no point in continuing at this for now there's no there's no incentive studios can know that they can withstand that right where they're just like yeah, yeah we're just going to keep paying our support staff we're going to keep paying our executives and our c-suite and we'll be fine they I, got the sports they got um the, uh, the residual shit um not streaming revenue but like their uh over the air type stuff like and that's the thing when people it's just like you and me when we discuss microsoft and and their uh and their um acquisition of things and people people will look at gaming like that whole thing that whole rumor or not rumor that whole thing where phil specter was like phil specter right spencer 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 Spencer. where did it specter's the other guy that's funny um phil spencer uh he uh uh (laughs) said basically we're we might have to get out of gaming if we don't see x uh xbox game pass reach certain numbers right and I've been pointing out how that's not that crazy in the grand scheme of things. People, well, it's billions of dollars and Microsoft just spent $69 billion on, on Blizzard Activision. I'm like, yeah. And last year they only made 23 billion with counting Blizzard Activision for X or for Microsoft gaming. Think about that. Not only that, but the actual just Microsoft gaming revenue was down from last year. I feel like Kyle definitely wants to talk about this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kyle, do you just want to join us for this part of this episode? Um, well, I this is stuff I, I talked about weeks ago on on what you call, but yeah, I can I can mention some of this stuff. But the whole thing is is like it's not unfeasible when a company with a market cap of two point some odd trillion dollars, when when you when you take out, yeah, gaming is one small fraction of that, and then people focus Unless so much GTA. on Right. And people focus so much on revenue. Well, it made this, it made this. Yeah. But how much did it cost? Microsoft is losing money on gaming. No, but that's like the entire state of everything that we do. Right. Everything is this dumbed down analysis of just that. Like, oh, well, I see the number on the graph going up. So it yeah. must be good. Right. Like, okay, yeah. guys. That's yeah. a Silicon Valley coming to every industry in the world. I've I've been yeah. like discussing film. They've been all like they've thrown journalism to the wind and they're always you know hitting on on uh the studios and execs and stuff like that and i'm like you guys keep mentioning revenue especially streaming revenue i hate to tell you this 
most streaming services are losing money. So what fucking revenue? It's such a stupid number to bring up. I was as as soon as you said that, I was like, yes. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm wondering if movies did that before Silicon Valley, though. Mm. Right. Movies got to make more and more and more and more money. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Oh, you mean like. like, No, I think I think before that studios were basically just like Moneyball. Did that movie get on base? Yeah. Did that movie make money? Did it did it add did it add to the coffers or did it not? This could be a fun chicken or the egg type thing. And this is me talking out of my ass, but like it seems like it like, yeah, they're always chasing bigger things. But until, you know, the past 20 years or maybe even 30 years, it was very much just kind of like, let's have a well-rounded thing so that we can risk a little bit here, there throughout the entire spectrum of types of movies. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Keeps going back to Willem's video. Man, his videos must be really good if I'm thinking about it this much. Because um, I was thinking, I was running, and I was thinking about the Matrix. And I was like, nobody would make a movie like the Matrix anymore, no. right? Well, would they? Hold um, on, let me think about that. I mean, they mm-hmm. did. They made another Matrix movie. Well, no, 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 no that's no, different. No, no, it's, no, a no, no, it's a franchise now. Yeah, yeah he's, he's doing he's the just thing, making a joke. <laughs> yeah, but a film that does not have. Well, actually, John Wick is kind of the Matrix, right? Where you've got I a ninety-minute R-rated film. Um, and all you're banking on is Keanu Reeves' star power, and it's a low-budget, R-rated shoot 'em up action film. It all fit. It's not quite the so same thing. The Matrix was had a sixty-three million dollar budget, which in the '90s would probably be closer to a hundred million dollars. And John Wick was like, like forty or thirty or something. Okay. So not quite the same. So lower stakes for John Wick. Much lower stakes. Oh, I'm okay. fucking. Oh, that's chapter four. Chapter four is 100. John Wick, one budget. I think you're right. Oh, no. Four was 40? Oh, no. One okay. had to cost so, like 25. No, no, no. Yeah, one was 20 to 30 million. Yes. <clears throat> so 25. Yeah, four, exactly four right. was 100 million. Right in, right in one. We're recording, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, yes. I, I was recording that. But uh, on a on you a notice when note. Kyle's right, he's like, "I fucking told you I was right." And I'm like, "I'm right." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we're fucking." Right. <laughs> yeah, get over it, you fucker! <laughs> Damn it, we're gonna do a show. You found me. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, "I'm ready for a show." Are we gonna I'm ready for a show? show? And if you like what you heard, do all the socials: like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate. it. Also, jump on the Discord. Do you like Death Note or you don't like Death Note? Let us know. We would definitely appreciate. It. Also, we've got 13 days of Halloween, 13 days of terror. Uh, go check out those on the, the Genreverse on YouTube. Also, check out LRMOnline.com for all of your entertainment news needs. Other than that, we will catch you on the next one. Asa lasagna. Bye. Bye.